Welcome to Watch What Crap Ends, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker, and joining me today is a man who is a maven on the bunny hill. It's Mr. Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Well, hello, Benunis. Hi. How was your hilling journey going today? You know, I'm feeling like I'm hilling, and that's all you can really ask for these days. I'm also feeling... <laughs> vulnerable and um like possibly that i have some walls up you know (laughs) whitney is just committed to her bachelor talk she talks like a contestant on the bachelor and look what you win at the end justin just putting a roof rack on the tesla you know (laughs) yeah whitney I, i feel like whitney went to the coffee shop saw some book on the wall that was like five signs that you need to go on a healing journey. And now she's just taking all the jargon from it. <laughs> yeah. And just, re- and just regurgitating it out in weird ways. I think it's all Bachelor because she's even added the K now at the end of her words. And mm-hmm. that's, I mean, this all signs point to that trash ass show, The Bachelor, which I miss you. Love you, Bachelor. <laughs> um, also, just want to tell everybody on demand today, this is a video recap. And I look plastic wrapped because I got a chemical peel today. I didn't know we were going to do a video recap. Okay. Got Sorry. A Botox shot. I got a <laughs> chemical peel. I look like a crazy Lebanese piece of candy. Okay. <laughs> I think you look wonderful. I don't know what you're talking about. You're like you're like fresh from the car wash. You know, it's like I think it's it's like this is peak Ronnie right now. Uh, look I think like this, back anything, in the bowling alley days. No, it looks great. If you want to look like a Lebanese bowling ball, call one eight hundred Ronnie K, babe. But hey, oh. worth it. I love it. I just love getting that shit stripped off in a in a place, and then they pretend to care about you. You know, it's like a hooker, yeah. but for your face. And they're like, um, what did you do today? How are you feeling about things? You know, what are your goals <laughs> and ambitions? I'm like, I love this. Just talk, I need talk to get about some all my shit. Yeah, I need to get some skincare too because I have like, I just, I have like a whitehead like right under my eye and I can't pop it. Well, it's guess like, what? You've also got one on your shoulders. And it's very handsome. Oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> hey, do me a favor, Ronnie. Can you swivel your chair so everyone can see Bueller? Poor Bueller hurt himself. Oh. oh <laughs> He's Bueller. Bueller got hurt. There was a big storm in Austin last night, and it knocked the fence over. And I was trying to put it back up today, and it fell on Bueller. So. Oh. But he's still, I think he's still alive. Bueller. 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 Oh. Bueller's not. Oh, Bueller's you're still like, alive. Bueller. There we go. Okay, what a handsome guy. Okay, go back to what you were doing. Go back to pouting, Bueller. Bueller was. Bueller's definitely um, having a, a Real Housewives moment. You know, like a scene in her bed. People are bringing her beverages and and food. You know. Yeah. We're sorry um, about your back injury, Kyle. Mama Kyle. It's like Bueller has a new butt, new boobs. By the time he comes back to work. He's, Bueller's going to have bangs next week. So uh, anyway, today, while Bueller recuperates, 
Uh, we are recapping Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And as Ronnie mentioned, this is on demand, so you can watch You can watch poor Bueller um, by going to patreon.com slash watch That's where you can find our crap is on demand videos. Um, that's where you have access to our bonus episodes. We're doing Winter House on the bonus episode again this week. Um, and then Winter House will, uh, I believe, it will probably be back on the main feed next week. So we're just sort of moving stuff around because our schedule has been so overloaded we don't have time for everything so um go to patreon.com slash watch to get access to that bonus episode to see the video etc also on most monday nights we have take a seat but this monday night we don't have it it's halloween and uh we are uh, we're not having take a seat this halloween but normally it's mondays at seven o'clock on the west coast and ten o'clock on the east coast on spotify live so come join for that my God, and, you guys um, were so funny last night on t- or the other day yeah. on Take a Seat. So, so good. You guys were on fire this week. So thank you for coming. Oh, yeah. There was so much to talk about. There's been a lot to talk about the past few weeks. So really appreciate that. Um, I had a dream that uh, I was in a massive feud with Garcelle. And it did not feel good. And I uh, I hated it. I hated being on Garcelle's bad side. I don't know how these women could live with themselves. <laughs> I had to deal with it for one dream. I don't know how, you, how you, they could live with it for like forever. Meaning that like, why would you want to be on the bad side of like someone amazing like Garcelle? That's why I hate it. I was like, I can't believe oh, it. She's so amazing and she doesn't like me. <laughs> I'm on the bad side of plenty of amazing people. It's not so bad. You get used to it. <laughs> get used to it, tits. Okay, well, let's get on the bad side of Salt Lake City, terrible shall people. we? Yeah, let's get on the side, bad side of terrible people of Salt Lake City. Shameless. Um, the shameless, shameless show, okay? First, you got the Jen Shaw stuff. Then they were like, you know, we need to add some people to this cast. Let's just bring Angie on back, who... Everyone knows was lying her ass off last year, but they're like, you know, it was fun lies. Let's bring yeah. her back. It's going to be li- great. Lies. <laughs> yeah. And then they just stacked it. I mean, they this was definitely an audition episode. Sorry, Heather's cousins. You all failed. You, <laughs> Sorry, Lisa's friend, Mary. Didn't make it. Take your headshots and Katie. go home. None of you did shit. Okay. No <laughs> one is sitting around wanting to watch you eat charcuterie. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. goodbye. You're fired. We we have our three finalists: Angie, Angie, and Dana. Is it Dana or Dana? I forget. Dana. I think it's Dana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, congratulations! You are all moving forward um, to be America's next top Salt Lake City person. <laughs> so that's exciting. Um, I also Hope you're hard at work on that fraud. Okay, that's part <laughs> of the show. We're gonna need some serious fraud from you people. We I have two spit. openings. We have two <laughs> openings for fraud and for cult leading. So uh, if you can, if you can just submit your resume, but um, or if any of you is a notary, that would help. Because notary. No one, no one seems to be able to uh, get paperwork done on this show. So. Let me tell you something, Lorraine. She was auditioning too. She was like, she's like, I got my tagline ready. I can not only what I can stamp papers and I can stamp you out. <laughs> Could use work. Hey. I'm notarizing this. You're on notice from the notary. <laughs> Why don't we have a notary housewife? Like, how do we not have, like, I feel like we totally did. Cause you know, there's gotta be a housewife who says as a notary, one of my jobs is to make sure people are being responsible. I could lose my notary's license. I spent a long time working to be a notary. Yeah. 
You know how hard I work to be a notary. You know, and do you know why I did it? Because my journey of being a Lorraine spelled L A R A I Y N E Y E was not taken seriously. I had to learn how to notarize that name myself. Take that DMV of Salt Lake City. Uh, we're just How like, Salt Lake City is that spelling? I couldn't even. I, I mean, I just stopped at the L A R. I I just made up the rest. But I, seriously, yeah. like by a vowel, you know what I mean? Lorraine it was spelled wrong. What are you was, French? Very Rain? angular. Yeah, it was a very angular version of Lorraine. A lot of sharp A's. And I can also imagine like a Real Housewives cast where at the end of the opening credits they all hold forth like little rubber stamps, like little notarized notary stamps. Yeah, Salt Lake City, everybody looks the same, so they just make funny spellings for common names. Like Tiffany, T-I-P-H-E-N-N-E-E-Y. Okay, very unique, very unique. Yeah, so this episode opens up, we're actually starting in New York City of all places, and it's kind of funny because we see these like exciting shots like new york city the big apple times square overhead shot of central park the city that never sleeps and it's like jen shaw on the phone calling coach shaw being like hey honey i'm so excited i'm gonna be home tonight i'm so excited it's like yeah new york city i'm like yeah but she's here to do a mock trial for her (laughs) federal court case against her she's not like a carrie walking through the streets shopping you know well she did do a very good shot job, shot job of wearing uh, rose tinted glasses, which I thought mm. was really funny. Like she's trying to make the best out of her big New York. It's like throwing a hat up in the air, you know, and then like an old person's <laughs> hat comes down and she takes that one instead or whatever. Like and she leaves was... New York and the Statue of Liberty no longer has the thing in her hand. Like, wait a second. <laughs> but I traded that for a website, right? <laughs> Getting a website. <laughs> <laughs> she said the website Liberty Insurance isn't hasn't been taken, but it has been. Also, I really like the haha music for New York City because it was they're like we're going to New York City, get the haha choir in here. So Trixie Monoclackle was like, "All right, let's work this." It's like ha 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 ha. I was like, "Okay, guys, you're officially overusing the ha button on the synthesizer." Okay. <laughs> it's like okay, Billy Joel. That doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> Are you doing Don Henley in a New York minute? <laughs> Liza just throws a vodka bottle at the camera. (laughs) Feels so bad for the audience because there's so many songs with New York in the name. I know. This is going to go on for about 10 more minutes before we're really exhausted. Doesn't Taylor Swift have a song about New York? I don't know. Oh, God, please. I can't. You know, because Taylor Swift came out with her new album, Protractor, or whatever the fuck it's called. And everyone's like, oh, my God, you guys, this is like a different phase of Taylor. Why are you so mad at Taylor for doing folklore, boomer? I'm like, I can't. I don't know what anybody's talking about. (laughs) Like I've said on social media on Friday... My choice of squeaky voice lady singers was Carly Rae Jepsen. 
not Taylor Swift. <laughs> they both came out with albums on the same day. I like Adele crying with a grilled cheese in a hotel room, and that's her whole yeah. video. You know, make them feel my love. I'm like, yes, Adele, just <laughs> like chain smoking a nice eyeliner. That's my kind of girl, right? Yeah, there. Carly Rae Jepsen could only wish. I mean, as much as I love Carly Rae Jepsen, she could only wish to have a fraction of Adele's <laughs> Adele's hotel room grilled cheese singing. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Carly Rae Jepsen, and I don't even know anything about her. Just her name. I don't like it. Even though her my name sister's is a- name is Carly, but it's not Carly Rae. <laughs> yeah, I have to. I mean, there are a lot of uh, barriers to entry to being a Carly Rae Jepsen fan. You have to get over her name. You have to get over her voice. And you have to get over the unnagging feeling. <laughs> you have to get that, over her voice. <laughs> well, you have to get over her, her that unnagging feeling that every song. <laughs> that every song is probably would probably be better with like a, with mo- like a more soulful singer. But once you get over that, her songs are awesome. <laughs> once you get over the lack of talent, God, she's talented. No, she Crazy. can sing. It's just it's very treacly sounding, so it feels very. Uh-huh. You feel like a teeny bopper. But if you can just sort of say, you know what, it's okay to listen to a song that sounds like this, then you can enjoy it. <laughs> I get you. I don't, but I love it anyway. <laughs> That's so. Speaking of Treakley, um, Seth and <laughs> Carly Jenshaw, <laughs> Jenshaw Jepson, Carly Jenshaw. But what about me? <laughs> oh, me baby, call me baby. What if? What if I could call Coach Never? Call Coach Never. <laughs> So, uh, oh, call me maybe is her. Okay, so Seth and Meredith are walking, <laughs> and Meredith is like, oh, and that's a nice one. You know, the Brinksy's coming in this week. Free, <laughs> toddlers fight free on Southwest. <laughs> and they are going to give him some Oreos, which is unfortunate because he's not eating carbs again. So then Seth's like, hey, so you haven't really been told me jack shit about your trips. Did you get to see Whitney's breasts, huh? <laughs> well, it was chaotic. It wasn't Zion chaotic, but it was pretty chaotic, close to it. <laughs> so they uh, then we go over to Lisa, and um, they're doing that, like, housewives. Is she having sex? Even though they're really reaching for this one, because we don't see Lisa, we just hear what she's saying. And she's like, this sounds like it's going to be hard. Do I bend my knees? It's hard. It's hard. I was like, that doesn't doesn't sound like Lisa's having sex, but I love the stretch. (laughs) Yeah, I love it too. Yeah, she's just working out with like cables. And um, (laughs) she's like, it's hard. She's like, oh my God, my form. Hey. Did you guys miss me when I was gone? Which I can actually imagine her saying that during sex. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you miss me when I was gone? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, now that's Lisa having sex. Did you miss me when I was gone? Did you clean out the refrigerator? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right there. That's the spot. Right behind the eggs. Right behind the eggs. did Did you tell Henry to put in his college application? Is he still applying to Fudge College? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, she's with John, yeah, and uh, she's, John's like, well, you know, I know that it, it was really rough on you, but those phone calls were really uh, rough on me. And then we see a clip of her at that table in Arizona going, oh, John, John, they say I'm having an affair. Oh, 
He's laughing. He's laughing. So she's like, Angie H is the one that started this rumor. And John, John basically says, like, no marriage is perfect, but there's no question in my mind that, that there's no validity in the what? Validity in the was it rumors? Rumors. What did Whitney rumors. write these cue cards? <laughs> He's really trying to get his lines down. So then the validity of those claims. Uh, he's like, yeah, especially after Angie spread those lies about the caterers. If you can lie about a caterer, what else are you capable of? Dun, dun, dun. She's a pathological liar, and this is where Whitney won me over a little bit. Because what do I always tell our kids? The bad one truth fresh is wolf, what? One fresh wolf in hand is better than two sour wolves in a bush. But what else? Bad truth is what? You've only got one Vita, so make it count. Lisa Barlow's in its sleep. Yeah, but what else? Bad truth is what? Diet Coke is a vegetable. Yeah, okay. That pretty much covers the basis. I was going to say, <laughs> bad truth is bad. Bad truth, bad truth is better than a, than a bad, than a good lie. <laughs> yeah, and she told the bad truth. And that's what my friends were talking about on my back. And she didn't feel good about it. And I saw Whitney in a different way. And I was like, whoa, Whitney is so different now. Like, I will always give her credit for saying the bad truth, John. <laughs> Such a weird explanation, but okay. I mean, I guess I'll take it. Because last week we were like, how is she on Whitney's side when Whitney yes. is spreading this rumor on camera? But okay. I mean, I guess it's I'll. It's a bad truth. What choice that, do I have? I'll go with this. By the way, that does sound like a Taylor Swift song, Bad Truth. It was a bad truth. It was a bad truth. So then. It uh, was a good lie, but a bad truth. And I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> it could also be a Carly Rae Jepsen song, but that would go. It was a bad truth, but a good lie. It was a bad truth, good lie, bad truth, good lie. Chalupa, Chalupa, Chalupa. That's the Lisa version. So then, <laughs> Lisa Barlow's um, just about Chalupas. <laughs> Lisa Barlow's new song, Good, Tr- Good Lie, Bad Truth. The only lyric is Chalupa <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> so then we go over to uh, Justin and Whitney, and Whitney's waking up and stuff, and she's like, I am still recovering from Phoenix and day drinking. I am on a healing journey from my healing journey. <laughs> I was day drinking, and then the emotional wreck I became. Thank God I have reconnected with Kurt, Curtis and Kelly, because they've been a missing leak of my life. Don't you think, Justin? And he's like, could you hold the roof rack while I screw in it? <laughs> Justin! Talking about my trauma, my healing journey isn't over, but it is time to leave the past and the future, because <laughs> what if Michael J. Fox goes there and he doesn't know about my journey? And then Doc is like, what? How come you brought your journey to the past of the future? Where's Leah Thompson? What am I talking about? <laughs> Line! <laughs> How come where they're going doesn't have roads? So, um, uh, so she's like, I realized after spending time with Curtis and Kelly, number one daytime talk show, it's time to leave the past in the past. So I'm going to work with my energy healer and look into therapy for overcoming trauma. Mm. So she's basically like, 
<laughs> Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> I said N stuff. <laughs> apostrophe Sorry. N apostrophe stuff. By the way, if I seem drunk today, I'm not drunk, but God, I really feel drunk today. I don't I know if there drunk. was something in that chemical peel or what, but I'm just like <laughs> I feel like um, a lunatic. I feel like that whole um that moment we had with notaries really set the tone for today. And I don't think there's any coming back. <laughs> when you open the show with, with notary, notary um, taglines and a story about dreaming that Garcelle was mad at you. Like we're done. That's all we've that's, got today. Okay. Yeah, go somewhere else if you need more. Yeah. We understand if you need to go somewhere else, go yeah. on your healing journey, everybody. Everyone's so, going to need a healing journey after this episode. Here comes one right now. Yeah. So then we see a clip of her calling Justin from the bed in Arizona. Like, Justin, you won't believe what Heather did. She said it wasn't true when I said. I was like, I can't. Just fast forward to the end of this. I can't with her. So she tells us, if you. No, she tells him. If you connect the dots, it's because she didn't hear me. And then. I didn't have a voice in that moment, and then that's how I spent my childhood, and I don't think she realizes that you did have a voice in that moment, and you used it to like tell a lie over and over again, and then scream at somebody for not backing up your lie, okay? Your voice was not the problem. You had it. Your voice, you're, you were speaking, your voice was the dominant thing in that scene. I also liked, she actually technically said, if you connect to the dots of why it hurts so much, and I just, <laughs> I like that she bungles that connect the dots. She's like, if you connect to the dots... <laughs> It's like I've been going to my connect or... to the dots teller. <laughs> I connected to a dot. I feel really connected <laughs> to this dot right now. Uh, also, so, I felt bad for cereal boxes because you know how they always have like a connect the dots thing on the back for the kids. Hers just must look like a mess. Like, just drawn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I realized it wants me to connect dots one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight in that order. But that's just because someone's telling me to do it in that order, and I can connect to the dots in any way I want. It's just like a <laughs> just zigzags. Uh, so then we get some dramatic music. It's not even made of haas. It's a piano. It's very dramatic. Yeah. And Heather comes in, dot, polka dot, fur coat to Angie's house, which, well, <laughs> I just connected to the dots right there. <gasps> So Angie's like, <laughs> you just saw the Matrix. <laughs> you connected to the dots. <laughs> so, Angie, I was trying to figure out what Angie's voice is because I didn't really remember it from last year, but I think it's something like this. And I'm going to stick with this until next week when it inevitably, inevitably. Changes to something else next week. So I think it's also like that. It's sort of like got a light touch of Meredith Marks, but it also has like a little bit of Midwestern. Like she sort of rounds certain things out, and uh, I, I'm trying to work on it. I'm I I don't know what I'm doing quite as it's like a weird Midwestern light Meredith Marks maybe. 
Yeah, there's something a little weird, like, about the way that she'll connect the words, but, and has a little nasal action there, but we'll have to see. But for now, get your freezing ass in here, girl. Find yourself a seat while I go to get you a drink from the kitchen, which is really far away, because as you might remember from last season, I'm extremely rich. So I'll be back. (laughs) Sit in the front room. How do you feel about a dirty martini? How do you feel? It's very cosmopolitan, no pun intended. And Heather's like, I feel great. I feel great about this. Dirty martinis? That sounds great. Fuck you, Mormonism. That martini's <laughs> not just a martini. It's a dirty martini. Oh, my God. I hope my family doesn't hate me. <laughs> well, here we are, just a couple of middle-class at girls acting fancy. Um, what's going on? What's tell me? What's new, girlfriend? Uh- <laughs> so um, she's like, "Well, um, the last thing I expected on that trip was for Whitney to run into the kitchen, wide-eyed and wild-eyed, telling Lisa, you heard Angie say that she provided sexual favors for courtside seats. That is what happened. What? 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 Heather's like, well, where where would she get that from? And Angie's like, well, let's just say that's true. I would never say that. Okay, but that's not just saying it was true. Angie has a very tricky way of talking. Let's just say all of this is true. I would never. (laughs) Okay, it makes no sense. Especially in that setting, because that is a business environment. Chris's company has a courtside seat. End of story done. End of story. (laughs) Do you... (laughs) So there, there it is. It's a business, it's a business environment going to that NBA game. And I was like, do you own the jazz? Um, she's like, end of story. I mean, do you think I want another issue with Lisa Barlow as we sit here in Salon Gaslight? This is what I've renamed. This is home of Catergate 2021, if anyone forgot. <laughs> so she tells us, she's like, I do not know Whitney to be a liar. I do know Whitney to be a pot stirrer. And I know Whitney to be paranoid. And it just makes no sense. And I hope it's not true. But if it is true, whoever Lisa is hooking up with must be submissive because <laughs> it's a lot to deal with that. Hold on. Keep the camera here. <laughs> 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 so so more importantly how are you guys and heather's like oh i mean i'm fine i'm fine i want to move on i'm i'm not holding a grudge whatsoever i'll tell you what i wish i were holding a little mini, mini meatball on a stick okay do you have any appetizers around here for crying out loud you know i do but the walk to the kitchen is literally a mile so just eat <laughs> Eat that picture book on the table. Well, we were going to have some meatballs here, but for some reason, the meatball caterer canceled at the last second. I don't know why. But I'm I don't want to accuse anyone. I don't want to be accused of gaslighting Gaslight Salon. You know what I'm saying, girlfriend? <laughs> but, so Heather's like, yeah, well, I'm not going to hold a grudge. Instead, I'm going to hold a ski day at the basin. It's for everybody. I want to invite you, my dear friends. I would like you to wear something fabulous. I'm going to invite all of my cousins. I was like, all of your cousins. 
How many Sprinter vans full of white people is that? It's a lot of damn people <laughs> in your family. My God, For it's gonna real. look like a it's gonna look like a parking lot, not a parking lot party, but a tailgate party. <laughs> Same thing. So Heather tells us, "I'm writing a book about leaving the Mormon Church, and I've decided to call it." Bad Mormon. And we have a flashback of her talking to her book agent. And she's like, I'm just, I'm very conflicted about it because I don't want my Mormon friends to know I've had sex outside of marriage. And he's like, <laughs> I think they know. Yeah. They do have televisions, Heather. Okay. <laughs> I would like the Mormon church to write a book called Just Go Already. Fucking A. It's the third season of this shit. Just go. <laughs> I think the Mormon church should write a book called We've Got Enough. It's fine. <laughs> it's like you're making more money of leaving the Mormon church than you did leaving your husband. I mean, get your priorities straight. <laughs> so um, she's like, it's incredibly healing to have my cousins in my life, but this book could harm people. It could harm relationships. And I just want other people to relate to it. Yes, Heather, other people will relate to it. We all love fucking and drinking, okay? <laughs> I, I pre-ordered it, okay? <laughs> so then... Um, Angie, Angie's like, uh, well, what am I supposed to do with Whitney? Because, I mean, I want to think Whitney's mistaken. <laughs> I like that Angie asked that question. That question was the equivalent of, I wasn't listening to whatever you were just saying about your book. Let's talk about Whitney again. <laughs> I know, right after she says, so how are you? So what am I supposed to do with Whitney? I mean, I guess I can't invite her to the jazz anymore. So Heather's like, well, she was very clear. And that she, that she said that you said it, and I heard it. And if you say anything otherwise, we're lying. Oh, then she just I takes, listening. She just takes a vodka bottle and like chugs the whole thing. She's like, okay, I'm ready to go on with my day. <laughs> so then uh, we go to Meredith and Seth, and they go, they go to a restaurant, and Seth's like, small plates, small drinks. Perfect, am I right? That's my kind of vibe. That's what Meredith says. I love small plates, small drinks. Excuse me. Do you happen to have a toddler seat for this table? We're expecting one more. Can we get a booster seat, please? Do you have sippy cups? I want to make sure that Brooksy doesn't spill a sangria everywhere. And they're really laying it on thick that they're still very happy. He's like, may I push in your chair, madame? She's like, oh, how hard you have to push me <laughs> Yeah, you can tell this doesn't happen often because he really doesn't calibrate the, the, the effort he needs to push in that chair. She's like, ah, I know, okay, Jesus. I'm a little She's wedged like, in here. She starts the scene as Meredith. She ends it as boxing Helena. It's like, Jesus Christ, she's just a torso now, Seth. Thanks. Uh, so Brooks enters. Brooks, I realize, shares a lot of commonality with Yoan from Real Girlfriends of Paris because he enters with a, hi. I yeah, guess is that just. Like, hi. <laughs> it's like if Carol Radziwill were playing Jill Zarin in a, in a high school musical. <laughs> Give <laughs> my regards to Broadway. I'm Second sorry. Time that song's come up. I'm sorry. That's not how that goes. It goes. <laughs> 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 
So Meredith is like, oh, Brax is a senior at NYU, and he's juggling his business work on his new collections and his studies and school, and he was kind enough to come visit his old mother and father. And as I watched this, I thought of that Katy Perry clip that's been going around. Have you seen it? Where Katy Perry's in a concert and she's just like singing and stopped and looking at the audience. And then one eye just like drops, like not her eyeball, but like her eyelash just closes. And then she like presses her temple and it opens and then it closes again. And she keeps going like that. And people are like, what the hell is going on with Katie's eye? And then some people are like, oh, Katie's talked about her wonky-eyed plenty. And then some people are like, it's the jab. And then some people are like, she's a robot. And then some people are like, she's a lizard. And it just leads me to stare at Meredith and think, what the fuck has happened to this country? Thank you. Well, I'm going home the now. girl and I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, well, we've already covered Taylor Swift and Carly Rae Jepsen and Adele, so I guess it's only a matter of time before there. we get to Katy Perry, okay? Teenage <laughs> <laughs> dream. Okay, so, uh, so Brooks, she's like, well, why don't you just stay here for a month? Jen Shaw will be back, so there'll be plenty of vagina for you to see, because I'm in school, mother. <laughs> It's almost Halloween. We can have Jen Sean cross her legs in front of me and get a little scare, jump scare. <laughs> you know, it won't be very long before you'll never get to see her cooch again. So you might as well take advantage of it now, Brooksy. So then he's like, I'm in school. <sighs> and Seth asks him if he has. I, lo- I love Seth's uh, sentence structuring. It's so funny. He's like, so. Do you have any kind of uh, significant other in any capacity? Because he knows he can't say anything or he's going to get in trouble. Can't Don't say insinuate that my son is gay until he's ready to say something <laughs> about it. Nobody knows anything, Seth. I mean, for all we know, he's just a very butch straight boy with a few feminine tendencies. So Brooks is like, I've had a boyfriend for the past two years. And Seth's like, oh, 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 uh, uh, has, has mom met him? He's like, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Stupid. Dumbass. <laughs> Stupid father, dad. Old Stupid. idiot. Stupid hair face. Unplug him. Hey, can I yeah. get a waiter over here to unplug my father? Not funny, Broxing. All right. <laughs> so Seth's like, okay, well, describe your perfect boyfriend. Does he push your chair in too hard? Yeah, it was hot, right, bitch? <laughs> that was so hot, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> and then so Brooke's like, well, why don't you describe your perfect boyfriend, Dad? And he goes, oh, my perfect boyfriend? Brett Favre. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> this is, okay. This is, uh, okay, well. <laughs> not Brett Favre. Not Brett Favre. Okay, like, yes, Brett Favre had a moment where he was hot, but Brett Favre. Oh my God! First of all, he sent his tiny little dick pic, like to like he had that scandal. For years. He's in it, you know. He's in a current scandal now, right? Yeah, I'm looking it up because I just <laughs> skip a- it in the news, you know. Because I everyone's like, I'm so mad at Brett Favre, and I'm like, like literally don't care. They fun- you know, read he funnel- a book. He's part of a scheme to funnel um, oh, right. COVID COVID funds, I believe. 
to from in like Mississippi to build a volleyball stadium in, at his college, like his alma mater or something like that, where it's like a, it's actually a really big scandal. Oh, my God. Listen to this new welfare scan. Oh, God. And of course, it's a fucking video. I don't want a video. OK, don't give me a preview and text and send me to a video. But anyway, the preview says um, text messages and documents that connect the plan to divert billions of dollars in welfare funds to pet projects for Brett Favre. Yeah, it's not good. I just I also just feel like it's such a random reference to say Brett Favre in 2022. I mean, let's say more current. Say like Tom Brady. I mean, Tom Brady's a dick, but like he's hot. You can say and that. And he's getting divorced. No. Yeah, he's is he? sing- yeah, he's, yeah. He's divorcing Bunchkin or whatever her name is. Yeah, I think that um they are getting separated. What about Jimmy Garoppolo? Hello. Hello. Come on, Seth. You got to work on hot your hot. He's dead. He died. Players. He died after the Sopranos. Um so <laughs> uh that's so stupid. So um, <laughs> Meredith is like, yeah, I don't know what my husband sees in Brent. Maybe it's the looks, the personality. I can't even envision his face, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's not overlook Seth's justification for Brett Favre. He's the toughest motherfucker that ever lived, and he's sexy as fuck. That's my perfect boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> So Brooks is like, you guys are so interested in my love life. So it's like, if I find that perfect person, I just want to set him up with you. If I find like a Brett adjacent, hot, sexy motherfucker, can I set him up with you? (laughs) I want to find someone, a tough motherfucker like Brett Favre. (laughs) I just want someone who's going to really care about your welfare, Brooksy. He's like, okay, man. All right. So uh, Meredith is like, speaking of, we're having a trunk show for mental problems, and I'd love it if you could show a couple of your, you know, your designs off. I was planning on wearing my bathing suit that looks like a blazer with gold buttons on the front, if that's okay with you. Yeah, so basically Meredith's sister is having a fundraiser um, to raise money for mental health uh, organizations or institutions because uh, her nephew had some challenges recently so that that's something that's going to be on the that's going to be on the horizon and so then um, Meredith then starts playing with Seth's, the back of Seth's hair and he's like I have a mini mullet which let me just say Brett Favre would never would never <laughs> <laughs> So then we go to Jen and Coach, um, and she's like, oh, my God, you know, the three days in New York was, like, so grueling. Like, we're going through mock trials, and so they're saying all these lies, and they're spewing this BS, and they're trying to tear you down, and ding, my Orville Redenbacher popcorn is ready. I hope you enjoy it. Like, please take off that little tiny weird hat. It's creeping <laughs> me out. I hate tiny that hat. <laughs> like, she's so, done so much that's offensive, but that hat is just killing me. <laughs> tiny, tiny hat. Marion the, the librarian. Take that shit off. No one's <laughs> falling for it. So, um, uh, she is really um, happy to be home. Um, and uh, they, so she and coaches start, start working on their couples therapy uh, exercises because you may remember from last season, I believe they did some, they drew some, they painted some paintings. And so this today, they're doing soul gazing. And coach is like, oh, this is called soul gazing. 
According to the therapist, soul gazing allows us to connect with each other without talking, and maybe we can take something. Oh my God, my eyes just opened up a website. Wow, Jen, you really are good. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's a permanent redirect, but we can work on that. So he tells her, because apparently couples therapy is just where the husband goes and gets instructions on what to tell the wife at home. This is a yeah. very bizarre scene. So he's like, according to the therapist, we need to just stare into each other's eyes and then I'll feel what you're saying with your soul language. And she's like, ah, just stare, just stare into my eyes. My eye, I don't see anything. My eyes are. Your eyes are melting onto your shirt. What's happening? <laughs> this is Who a bad knows? idea. This is a bad idea. <laughs> Just goo. <laughs> this is one of your most grotesque jokes of all time, Ronnie. <laughs> like that really went to a dark place. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it just melted his eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> just about, but it was more the image of you trying to put them back in that like it was one thing but then you're on on camera just being like no no like and I, for a moment i was like imagining his horror as he's like my eyes <laughs> listen we've seen a lot of house the dragon recently i okay. told you it's not going to be a normal day for me i don't know what's going on Commercials. here comes one right now so then um She's like, <laughs> so he's like, okay, well, I guess soul gazing's not going to work. That clearly wasn't the one for you. Here's what I know. I know that I love you. And what I want to improve is my way of showing you that, which I'm going to do right now by getting into my car and checking into a hotel. <laughs> he is one step away from turning into an Aaron Neville and Linda Ronstadt duet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know much. But I know I love you. <laughs> I wish I knew the rest of those lyrics. I don't. So Jen, uh, she's I like. I think they're more of like, a, it's a quarter after three and I'm a little drunk and I need you now, Omar. I need you. <laughs> is that what's the la lady? That's not. Is that lady had to develop? <laughs> I think they had to cut the lady part out because it was offensive. <laughs> I can actually imagine, <laughs> I can imagine Jen turning so many pop songs into just like her own trials and tribulations. I mean, literally like anything from Kelly Clarkson. She's like, some people have won. <laughs> some, some people wait a lifetime for a moment like this. Even really happy song. She's like, that's the way I like it. That's the way. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger, stronger. <laughs> You're ruining Kelly Clarkson's catalog. So she goes on about poor Jen, you know, like, oh, my God, I had to go to this trial and it was so hard on me. And then you know, mock trial, rather. And then I had this girl's trip and then I got on the plane and then I went to meetings and then I met the legal team. And then I found out that the judge is pushing the trial until January, which is terrible. And then it pops up a headline that says Jim, Jen Shaw's criminal fraud trial pushed to july after the reality star continues to fight over subpoenas well you're the damn reason it's being pushed what do you think <laughs> you can just tell them no like they give you subpoenas and you can just be like no mm -mm. 
<laughs> and coach is like, this is going to be a test for both of us. For you, it's going to be a test to see if you can keep your head above water. For me, it's going to be a test to see how long I can listen to this before I just drive into my, get in my car and just drive to a different state. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not buying any of this bullshit from either one of these two. So then we go to Lisa and her son. Okay. What's the son's name? There's Henry. Jack and Henry. So this is Henry. Henry. So Henry's making a sign, like a yard sign on a poster board. And she's like, oh, my God, what are you doing, Henry? And he's like, I'm making Actually, a sign. Jack. Jack is Jack, right? Yeah, Henry's yes, the Jack. one. Yeah, Jack. What are you doing, Jack? Uh, he's like, I'm making a sign for, like, sweetheart's dance. Oh, my God. How did she ask you? What did her sign say? And he's like, it said, sweethearts wouldn't would be sweet if you came. For jazz tickets? What? Sorry. <laughs> nothing, Sorry, my head's nothing. in another place. Sorry. What is your sign? Which is <laughs> Which is also another double entendre. So then uh he puts up his poster and uh it's uh, his poster I guess I didn't realize that kids had to have a response poster, but so his response poster says I would be bananas if I said no to sweethearts. Yes. And but it's like it's almost like art because the fonts and the letters and the words are all different, like sizes and alignments. And I didn't understand the rhyme or the reason of this poster. And I was fascinated by it. I'm no handwriting expert, but I think that child needs help. I think it's official <laughs> yeah. at this point. It was a disturbing sign and it didn't even make any sense. I would be bananas not to be your sweetheart. What the fuck is that? Because bananas are, are a fruit. Is it an inside joke? The bananas? Because... I didn't understand it. I'm going to be honest. I, just say yes. Okay. It's like the opposite of Nancy Reagan. Just say yes. And I don't understand the bananas thing. There's a banana sticker on there. I don't understand why some of the, I don't understand why some of the words were like all the way to the left and really small and some were all the sort of in the middle and some were on the right. It was very, it was, I, I'm concerned about his application to fudge college at this point. Yeah. So she's like, okay, I love you. You know, I'll take your bananas for jazz tickets. I don't know. Just something to think on. I'll be in the <laughs> other room. So she calls her brother. Um, hey, bae. Brian. And he's like, just got back from the probation officer. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> well, don't kid too hard. You're on Salt Lake City now, sir. Okay. Yeah, you're a reality star now, as far as I'm concerned. So why so does Lisa force every man that's close to her to have ducktails bangs? Why? He has the same little duck bang tails. dip. <laughs> it's the, same <laughs> the same little ducktails blip that John has. Well, once you have one, you need to have two more, right? You can't just have one ducktail. You can't just have Huey. You need to have Dewey and Louie. Webby doesn't really count because I think she has a different hairstyle. Yeah, Webby. I mean, I don't even know. I mean, she even has an award <laughs> Don't award be dismissive to Webby. Don't, I just said she had a different hairstyle. Don't be dismissing Webby up in here. <laughs> I hate Webby's hair. <laughs> Down with Webby. No, you know who has the best hair? Magica Dispel. I mean, that is a chic. That is a chic hairstyle for a Disney villain. <laughs> I mean, Jesse. I mean, Jesse J. Basically built her career off of Magica Dispel's hairstyle. Let's be honest. Whatever happened to her? <laughs> as long as we're talking about all the pop stars of the past <laughs> ten years. <laughs> 
So Lisa starts crying. This is a weird storyline. So she's like, oh my God, there are six cats in my family and Brian is the only boy. And then growing up, he was like constantly messing with me and him and his friends thought it would be funny to like duct tape me <laughs> to the center post in my school and literally no one helped. I was like, why are you la- This is like The Handmaid's Tale. Like, why are we acting like this is a comedy on CBS? <laughs> And also, why did no one take photos? I understand it was a different time when people didn't always have cameras on them, but surely someone could have run home and taken a picture of Lisa duct taped to a pillar (laughs) in the foyer of her high school. Please. Uh, (laughs) I'm just imagining her, though, like, and that that pillar, just people walking by. And and the reason why she wasn't taken down is probably she didn't say, like, take me down. She's probably like, hey, hi, how are you? Love that. Oh, nice knapsack. That's great. Love that. Oh, cool. Slap bracelet. Love that. Hi. Oh, my God. Did you do something different with your pigtails? Love that. Love that. Love those Reebok palms. Love that. Might I suggest Diet Coke? Love that. Get it. Diet Coke. It's pizza day, everybody. Welcome to the cafeteria. It's <laughs> like a very enthusiastic victim of bullying. So, <laughs> just welcoming everybody who passes her. <laughs> yeah, because people just don't notice. So, uh, anyway, so she's she tells this crazy story. And then um, uh, she's like, she's like, hey, have you spoken to Genia? Yeah, or Genia, whatever her name is. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, she was like breaking down. And like, it honestly made me cry because like, like, she was like, what's wrong with us? And I was like, because you don't drink Diet Coke. That's what's wrong with you. And she's like, no, but like about our relationships. I was like, again, you don't drink Diet Coke. And she was like, no, listen to me. And I said, until you've got jazz tickets, then you can talk to me, sister, like that. Ah! <laughs> I was trying to give her the best advice. I'm like, if your marriage isn't going well, more saccharin. I was saying nobody listens to me. <laughs> so, yeah, the story is weird because all her sisters are now divorced. And they're like, what's wrong with us that we're all divorced? And she's like, I just felt so bad for her. And she's like, you know, it's like so hard go watching everyone go through because you just want to fuck that. So I hope you guys come to see me. Because I can really use five lives. Like, what is this scene? This is disjointed. Yeah. I need you to figure out your plot here and get yeah. back to me. Because, frankly, I don't know what the hell's wrong with your sisters, but I'm definitely interested now. And then it goes sort of in a weird, sad space for John because he comes over and she goes, Look who's here. And so John comes in on the FaceTime and he's like, My forehead's blinding you. And then Brian's like, Oh, come on. You look great as always. You must be looking in the mirror. I was like, John. <laughs> you must be looking in the mirror, dude. They just like, have like a DuckTales bangs face off. <laughs> but like but like a sad one because they're like, it's like a low confidence face off, DuckTales face off, you know? <laughs> <laughs> a low confidence DuckTales face off. So then she's like, okay, bye. Our sisters are so sad and miserable. Good catching up. Bye. So she hangs up with uh, Bri Bri. And John's like, so, Lisa, what's in your head today? And she's like, oh, my God, please don't say head. So, for me, (laughs) it's overwhelming because I worry about my family because, like, those are my people. And you know what? That plus this consummate stress from my friend group. (laughs) Yeah. I need to counterbalance it. Like, maybe I need to focus on, like, what you and I can do together more. And um, and she says that, like, the rumors, you know, they're not true, but they they can still be hurtful. And John's like, 
well, you can't get buried in other people's burdens. She's like, but we work together and we're raising kids together and we have enough things to try to hit us and I don't need someone trying to break the only things that matters to me, which is my outdoor fridge, which contains a lot of extra Diet Coke in it, okay? <laughs> so um, then we go to Whitney and Justin and this is where he's like, she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm putting together my new roof rack for the Tesla. And she's like, oh, my God, we're going to be roof rack people? What? Are we going to be trailer hitch people? I judge those people. (laughs) I wanted to, like, make fun of her, but I was like, I bet if I lived in Utah and I cared about skiing, I probably would probably, I can guarantee I would say the same thing, like, ew. Skis on hitches, <laughs> disgusting. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm capable of a hot take like that, where everyone's like, Ben, seriously. So, La Rainia is coming over to notarize my resignation letter from the DSL Church. Uh, that's uh, a delivery service, Ben. D- the SDL Church. That's uh, Spanish as a direct language. <laughs> ESL Church. That's English as a second language. From the L L L D L Church. That's cholesterol. H HPV Church. Okay, that's just you're not even trying now. DL Healy Church. <laughs> BRB Church. Okay, now you're just doing shorthand for the internet, babe. Uh, so so uh, yeah. I just wrote Jesus. So um, he's like, wow, I'm really happy for you that you're getting another episode out of a resignation letter to the church that you downloaded online. And she's like, yeah, this is the final piece to say goodbye to the fucking man. Not you, Justin. He's like, don't don't worry, I figured that out. So she's like, it's funny because I was so eager to read the letter that I failed to read the fine print that it had to be not what not rised. And it I was like, well, why do you rise it in the first place? No Terrys are allowed to sign this letter. <laughs> and I thought, wait a second, is my name Terry? Did I just forget that? Was that blocked out? No, Terry. No. <laughs> wait. Who's Terry? (laughs) Terry, stay away. You're going to ruin it for me. (laughs) I had to call on a rotary, and I don't have that kind of phone, and I spent all of this month's budget on a printer to print the paper in the first place. What a (laughs) dum-dum. So she's telling us they make it so hard to leave the church so they could reactivate you and then take 10% of your income. It's part of the money and controls. They're not trying to save the souls of Zion. They want your money. Especially Terry's. So Lorraine, come over. So Lorraine comes over. No, Terry. <laughs> Terry, she don't do it. just can't let it, it go. <laughs> I love that Whitney's just figuring out what tithing is. I mean, this chick cracks me up. Uh, so, so Lorraine comes like over. It's, all, it's almost <laughs> like it's for ten percent of your money. Wait a second. This isn't to help you with your when your baby teeth are coming in. No, that's teething. Oh, 
<laughs> Terry, don't put the contract in your mouth. That's not what it's for, after all. No, Terry. So Lorraine comes over, <laughs> and she's like, so where'd you get this paperwork? This looks pretty a fish. And she's like, I went to quitmormon.com. <laughs> yeah, she's like, okay, cool. Well, uh, I guess guess we should do the notary stuff, huh? And she's like, no, first let me tell you, this is my third time trying to sign a piece of paper. Whoa, first third time-, time? Most of us aren't even married to that many people. <laughs> no, Terry. No, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, listen. The first time when I was still married to my ex, I went through the repentance process. By the way, there's a vacuum cleaner going on overhead. I don't know if you can hear it, but it's really loud. You can I can't, hear it. But I like things getting done. Terry, stop vacuuming. No, Terry. <laughs> so um, she was like, I I didn't want to say that too loud because like, I didn't want someone to actually hear me. They have to stop vacuuming. <laughs> Terry, I'm sorry. So um, she's like, I went through the repentance process. So I informed them I haven't been faithful to my husband and I want a divorce. And they were like, you have to have counsel. So then they asked me when, where, how. So I said, on the desk, in September, with a penis. And then they said, how many times? In hindsight, it was actually highly inappropriate. Then my ex came in and they said, you'll be forgiven of all of your sins if you go to temple tomorrow. Based on Mormon doctrine, you should be excommunicating me on the spot, right? So that's when I knew something was fishy. And in the middle of this, Lorraine goes, for reals? And Whitney goes, for reals. (laughs) (laughs) So then Whitney's like, yeah, I remember sitting in front of the council, and I was not only ashamed, but like, also, I'm being preyed upon. Well, that's what they do. I mean, they are the council. They pray on you. No, not spelled that way. Spelled (laughs) P-R-A-Y. Right. That's, That's what the council does. No, not spelled that way. <laughs> spelled P R A Y. Okay. They that's, wanted to spelled flat- the same way. <laughs> they wanted to flatten me and have a buffalo walk all over me. I was being prairied upon. So um Whitney's like, I feel I felt preyed upon, manipulated, and right then I knew something was fishy. So then I got divorced and then I tried to do it again, but I realized I couldn't because I was still sold to my ex. (laughs) Yeah. And even though I committed the same sin as Justin, he's excommunicated and the men get to decide what happens to me. So that's, uh, that's my story. I mean, this is so crazy, and it's fun to make fun of Whitney, but this shit really is crazy. Oh, it's And terrible. I don't want to be, like, going in on anybody's religion, okay? Because that's not cool. But um, I did watch a lot of things about the religion this year, because it's like, Mormon year! It's like, year of the Mormon bashing! 
because there's a lot of Mormon stuff out, you know? I mean, yeah. for us, because we see the Heather Gay stuff um, and this Whitney stuff, but also there have been a lot of miniseries and documentaries and all of the stuff about really hardcore, um, far, I don't know what side that is, far right, far... DSDLS, maybe? Right, the like the... There's like the, the, people, the uh, fanatical types. And uh, anyway, FLDS. I watched FLDS, um, Banner. Banner. Under the Banner of Under the Banner heaven? of Hannah. I was going to say Banner under, under Heaven. I was like, that doesn't make sense. But yes, that one. And um, it's true. A woman in that story went in and was like, I think my husband is like going to kill a lot of people. Like he's bad. Something is terrible. He's abusive. I need to leave. And they're like, you know what you need? prayer and she's like uh anyway the point is i make fun of her but i know this is not i should yeah of course but yikes we make fun because we can't deal with the real issues that's right just like real life yeah yeah no but we just it's just funny the way it's actually very very serious stuff and just hearing but the way that whitney retells it is just so funny because she's like and then i felt this so anyway, as I'm going through this healing journey, I'm starting to see the parallels between the abuse of power from the church and the abuse from my family member. And while they are two different themes, signing this letter today is taking back my power. So she's like, I'm going to take back my power. Justin, will you take a video? I'm going to put a heart over the eye. Did you get it? <laughs> Let me see. Uh, Whitney, me that see is the... Hold on, let me see the video. <laughs> no, Terry! Do it again, <laughs> Justin! Well, Whitney, I'm sorry to tell you that form you just signed is the I recommit myself to the Mormon church. Oh, no, Terry! I forgot Lorraine-y. to read the small print again and the big print, too. Lorraine, Rainy, Animani is like, uh-oh, sorry, bad news. You're sold again. You're reselled. <laughs> You're back in the church. No, Terry... Uh, so now we get uh, another ha music and we're on to the next part of the show the ski place called needles <laughs> the it's ski audition time so uh first heather and dre arrives we got dre who's been sort of in the running for for about a year and a half now and then we have morgan heather's cousin we got a bunch of cousins we got morgan and Allie and susan but then we got an actual friend of dana this is dana's first episode so, so she's here and her whole backstory is that um she goes to beauty laser beauty lab and laser and um you know so heather loves her and she's like excited to hang out with her outside of work yeah she's hanging out with a customer and so she's like, yeah, and I really like her, okay? And so then Dana, wait. Dana Three friend, days ago. Heather's friend. Oh, yeah, so we see in the car. Yeah, I was at the wrong part. So we see them in the car for Heather being like, yeah, we get along so great. So Dana's like, okay, so what do you want to listen to? Rap. And Heather just stops. Because wasn't Heather's first season? She's like, I love driving around hip-hop. I'm like, I'm so not normal, Norman. <laughs> yeah. I love hip-hop. So she doesn't really know how to answer. And Dana's like, you know how there's Jenny from the block? I'm Dana from the park. We're like, okay, not the strongest uh, start for Dana, but we'll, we'll, you know, this show has a pretty good track record, so we'll be okay. So also then, not rap. <laughs> also not that. So then, no, no, uh, also not rap. Is that what I said? No, I, I said, I said also not that. I was agreeing 
My that no, was in reference. Oh, Terry. No. <laughs> Terry from the UPS store. <laughs> I don't care about the ink pads you got. I'm still I'm still Terry from the UPS store. Oh, it didn't rhyme. Let me try that again. I'm still Terry from the now. So, um I don't care if they call me a whore. I'm still Terry from the UPS store. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unselling from the UPS. I oh God, just keep trying, Whitney. Keep trying. So Whitney and Lisa are driving over. And Lisa's like, you know I'm going to be on the body hill all day. I'll be screaming the whole way. <laughs> and Whitney's like, who's going to be on the bunny hill with you? Oh, I'm sorry. You have a bunny that needs to heal? No, the bunny hill. <laughs> I'm on a bunny hilling journey. <laughs> <laughs> so Whitney's like, wait a minute, then that leaves me and Heather and Meredith. I haven't spoken to Heather since Arizona. Heather really, really hurt me. And I've been open and vulnerable, so I feel that. You know, she's taken my pain and used it as a weapon against me. <laughs> you know, and then she tells us, this is the song and dance that Heather and I do. We gotta, we just gotta break the ice. And I don't know if it's the best day to try to resolve things with Heather. But if she is open to talking with things, then I'll talk with her. I like Whitney deciding whether or not it's the right day to, to approach something about someone about something. When every single episode she approaches someone about something at like the worst possible time. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, but like, look at us. I never thought I would be in a car with you, Lisa Barlow. My new friend. And Lisa's like, oh my God. Hi, Whitney. <laughs> so, hey, hey, wait, when we get to the ski slope, yeah? do you mind like untaping me from the door? My brother kind of attached me. <laughs> <laughs> so Jen arrives, like Jen arrives everywhere. Like she has a bullhorn, even if she doesn't. She just yeah. like screams woo all the way in. And um, she's, you know, everyone's hugging and meeting because it's all these new people. And um, Jen's like, me and the oh, bunny hell are going to be best friends to leaving East, delivering Easter eggs to these bitches. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not sure. I think she's conflating Bunny Hill with Easter Bunny, but that's okay. So <laughs> Angie K Angie K shows up, who we haven't seen since the first episode. She has a bag that says Faye, because it's like Louis Vuitton and Gucci all together. And then Angie H arrives. And so Lisa Barlow sees Angie H, Angie Harrington, and she's like, are you kidding me? Did you know she was coming today or no? And Whitney goes, no, no. Oh my God, what is Angie Harrington doing here? I don't love that. I don't love that. And the producer's like, are you going to go hug Angie Harrington and like be friends again? And she's like, oh my God, are these even rock shots? <laughs> so then um, Heather's like, oh my God, guys. Okay, we're going to need to self-assess. If you're like amazing skiers, you're coming with me and my cousins and everyone else can go with the person who's never going to prison. As long as I have something to say about it, gotcha, girl. <laughs> so then Angie Harrington goes and hugs Lisa like a like just like a little hello hug, and Lisa, who is by the way the queen of like the fake hug, is like this hug is as fake as everything else about her. Like, why are you fucking hugging me? Like, you lied about me to damage my my family. Like, you could have hurt my business. Why are you here? 
<laughs> so then um, on the hills, uh, Angie gets her skis clicked in, and she's like, the sound of success. Here's the flask girls, just like in Western movies. <laughs> <laughs> Angie's like, I've decided that today I am going to be road testing me as crazy drunk girl, because I thought last season when I fell over in a chair at that event at Beauty Lab and Laser. That was pretty funny, so we're just going to try to lean into that right now. Okay, everyone? God, vodka's difficult on an empty stomach, huh? Huh? I drink. I drink. So then we see everyone skiing, and Jen's like, opening ceremony, bitches! And then she's telling us, I'm, like, from Hawaii, okay? I'm like Moana. I'm like the heart of the ocean, all right, but a couple of years ago, I was on skates trying to prepare for this moment, and then we see her at with all her Shaw Squad cheering for her, and I was like, "How many of those people are in jail I, right now?" I know. We've got Marilo the purse stealer, allegedly, <laughs> um, and I didn't know the ones. I was just like, "Wow, Marilo made it back onto the show. Congrats!" Congrats <laughs> I was just buddy. thinking, which one of those people works for the FBI? Because that's the, we all know, it was Shaw Squad was where it all happened. So then Jen tells right. us, well, look at how far I've come. Now I'm on the snow. Pizza? French fry? What do you want? I'm like, that's probably the exact word she'll be saying when she's working in the prison cafeteria. <laughs> yeah. And Lisa is like, my outdoors vibe is more like cabana, service, food service, drink service. Towel service. Service in exchange for jazz. Did I say that? Did I say that? Transmission service. Any service. So um, uh, so then, just like more ski antics, they show like a shot of Dana falling over on her snowboard. Um, and then, uh, then they start talking about, that's sort of at the bottom of the hill. Lisa's asking Dana about her kids if they snowboard. And so Dana's talking about how she's got like, She's got a 10-year-old, a 7-year-old, a 4-year-old, and then um and then Jen makes this joke where she's like, huh, I made I get birth to this one, Angie K. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, when I rolled up and I saw Angie H and not Angie K, I was like, what? And so now they start talking about Angie Harrington. Well, she's not on my guest list because we knew each other for 20 years and then she just lied about me. And Dana's like, um, but God, that's 20 years. I mean, how do you feel about ending a relationship of 20 years? And she's like, fine, good, great. You know, but like, what about Heather? Because like Heather and I are working towards a better friendship. So like, why invite her? Why everybody? Why everybody that I don't know here? Why? <laughs> I know. Who are you people anyway? <laughs> There's so many people in this circle, but only one cast member. <laughs> yeah. So Jen's like, I say we wrap this up, go to Operate Ski, and get tore up on the pour up. <laughs> so uh, that's where they, they go to this like this balcony kind of area. And Meredith's like, wow, well, this is so gorgeous. I love it. It's spectacular. I wish my little toddler Brooks here were here, but of course they would need to actually have some applesauce and little carrot slices for him. They don't have. <laughs> you know what I really love about this show? Salt Lake City. It is Utah is fucking gorgeous, okay? Yeah. I can say whatever I want about the documentaries. But damn, that is a pretty place. Beautiful. My God. I can't wait so, to go. I want yeah, we're gonna go. Very yeah. excited. One day we're gonna One go. Day. We already one decided. day. Stay tuned. So um 
they order and blah, blah. Everyone's like, talk, 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 talk. And Heather is talking about how last time they saw Jen, it was in a group setting and there were lots of hugs and tears. And Jen's like, yeah, but I want my trial to happen. But my perspective is whenever that trial happens is when God wants it to happen. I don't think God really cares about the That's administrative God. details of the <laughs> Southern God. New York. God, Doug Llewellyn just standing out there, you know, just trying to make sure everybody does okay in court. <laughs> God's like, hmm, let's see. Uh, hold on. I got to look at my iCal here. Let's see. Well, you know, in, Ju- in June, I was hoping to schedule in an earthquake, maybe just somewhere like in northern <laughs> Greenland. But how about we push that and put Jen Shaw's trial? Okay, great. I love that. That's a great schedule I've got for me. so much on my plate right now, you guys. I'm just going to need to push this. I mean, if you want me to pull in extra hours, I'm going to need to raise it from 10% to at least 15. They're like, no, God, no, you are taking enough. Okay, then. We're going to move this trial. All right. I was going to have a Laura Dern scandal hit but i think this is actually i think that a a, a trial would, would play better in july so let's do that so everyone's like yay jen oh my god your trial moved and she's like yeah so i'm gonna be there in july now like july 11th and lisa goes oh my god hamptons i'll get a house we can all go for john's trial just like chilling the hamptons i don't know if lisa understands <laughs> so many things the idea of jen's gonna be going to a federal like a federal trial so she's gonna get a house in the hamptons three hours away <laughs> <laughs> and whitney's generally like, in the area <laughs> whitney's like i don't know why we're celebrating this more time that goes by there could be more evidence m- more witnesses the the prosecution could be gathering more witnesses and she gets that real serious yeah. look on her face, like, I just solved it. This could be really bad for Jen. I object. No, Terry, you don't object. <laughs> I sustain. Um, so then uh, she's like, this could be really bad for Jen. So then we go to Angie and Meredith at a table, and um, Angie's like, "Well, wasn't skiing lovely? Hello, my dear." And she's like, and, and Whitney comes over, and she's like, "Am I interrupting? It? Can we do that again? <laughs> Am I out interrupting? Interrupting? Inner outer? It's like a belly button. Am I inner belly buttoning? I'm on a I'm on a erupting journey." So Angie's like, <laughs> "Oh my well. God, what erupting?" <laughs> Honey. (laughs) So Angie's like, well, I was with Heather last night and we had a little spritzer and she was in Arizona and uh, you guys had, she's saying that in Arizona, you guys had a falling out, which was surprising to me because you guys have always been ride or die for each other. The problem was, we got caught up in the details. We were at a jazz game, and we were talking about a man. You know who I'm talking about. I know you know who I'm talking Tom about. Malone. Yeah. And then... And then we see a selfie with the three of them to prove that they were there on New Year's Eve at this game. And behind them is this guy absolutely losing his shit, screaming at the sports, you know. They <laughs> fuzz out his face, but his neck veins are all popping out. Brett Favre. Out. 
He's probably, what'd you do? Blow a fucking guy to get those seats, you fucking loot. She's like, oh my God. Toughest motherfucker. Angie just told me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ronnie. That's so true. <laughs> so she's like, yeah. Okay, so catch this. Whitney is so full of shit. I cannot stress enough. That I love Whitney and want her on the show because she cracks me up. But gosh, she's such a liar. So she goes, yeah, we were joking, remember, that Heather should date him. And the rumor was that Lisa already had. And maybe Heather doesn't remember because there was, that's not what you said last week. Yeah. You've been saying that Angie told you that Lisa gives that guy blowjobs for jazz tickets or does sexual favors for jazz tickets period it was not that maybe lisa had once dated that guy Come yeah on now, exactly Whitney. now it's dated and then heather may not have heard it because she was drinking and he was like you're you did not give her that out last time uh and so angie's like we were totally drinking i don't remember all the details but i think it's pretty clear i would own it if i remembered it i just don't so i <laughs> So either I'm telling the truth and I'm telling the truth about maybe if I lied, I don't remember or I'm lying, in which case I'm making it sound like I'm telling I don't I'm lost at my logic. She's so her logic is crazy, too. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. I don't remember. But I think it's pretty clear if I remember it, I would say that I remembered it. <laughs> I like that she always puts those things to be like. I mean, I'm sure it's obvious. In this theoretical situation, I'd be very accountable. But in this current situation, I unfortunately can't be accountable because I don't remember. <laughs> so Whitney's like, I expect this of Angie because this is what liars do to cover their asses. But I'm not upset with her because the stakes aren't as high with me and Angie. I care about Heather, not Angie. Wait, I care about Angie, but I care about Heather. And I don't want to eat steak from the ground. Dung, dung, dung. Where does so, where does Lorraine fit into this? <laughs> so I, Heather is uh, talking about spanks with the girlfriends. Like, oh my god, if I could wear spanks with this outfit, someone tell me. And they're like, you can. Ha, I will next time. <laughs> so Whitney pulls her aside. Oh no! First, Jen comes up to her and she's like, um. That's such funny Spanx humor. Like, I don't want to interrupt that because it's, like, so good. What are you, Heather from the park right now? So, anyway, <laughs> um, you invited Angie Harrington to ski day? Really? Like, I don't think Lisa's very happy because we were on the bunny hill. And Lisa was like, I'm not very happy. So. But then again, that may have been because someone tied her to a ski lift. But I still think she was unhappy about Angie, Angie H being here. <laughs> So Heather's I'm really not happy. She's just tied to the bottom of a lift, <laughs> passing above everybody. She's just not happy. <laughs> or she's on like the T bar, <laughs> or whatever it's called, the, <laughs> the J bar. So then Heather's like, "That's fair." And I was just, you know, I was just trying to bring all the worlds together so we could have maximum fighting on this episode. Yeah. So Dana, Dana's like, "Well, I think that if I were you." As Dana from the park, I would say, I would want to hear that from you. Okay, you know what, Lisa, can we have a talk? And Lisa's like, you know what, all I'm really doing is pulling a piece of white bread apart very slowly over here. It's a shark. <laughs> you catch that shot? No. I was like, what the fuck is Lisa doing? <laughs> they just showed Lisa giving everyone kind of dirty looks because she's mad at Heather. And she's got a piece of white bread and she's just like pulling a little piece off really slowly and looking at everybody. 
So um, you never know when a pigeon might show up. <laughs> so Always Heather comes ready. over and she's like, Lisa, I just had a conversation with Dana and Jen. And they were like, why would you invite Angie H? And when I put a list together, I just want, I didn't think about you. I didn't consider it. Even though I was just at her house talking about you and the, I the was slide like, that Whitney spread about you and how much she hates you and how I would love for her to come to ski day. I mean, what the yeah, hell, I'm I'm really sorry. It was just like, it was crazy. I just didn't put two and two together. You know, when they were like asking how many at the Apres Ski, I was like, well, let's see who's going to be there. It'll be Jen and Whitney and Meredith. Maybe Mary Cosby will show up again. Angie H, Angie K. I'm just assuming <laughs> there's an Angie L out there. So Angie L, am I missing anyone right now? I couldn't think of anyone else. I'm so sorry. Um, so yeah, she's sorry. And so Lisa's just like, uh, uh-huh, okay, but you know what? Um, just so you know, for the future, I wouldn't be okay with that. And also, I want you to know, like, I would never do that to you. And Heather's like, got it. So sorry, Lisa. So <laughs> sorry. So now, Bad Mormon. Um, Bad Mormon. <laughs> oh, Sorry, that's such a coincidental thing that I just said to myself. <laughs> so now Angie's trying to pull Lisa. To, she's like, hey, Lisa, can we talk? Can we talk, Lisa? Can we talk? And she's like, Angie, to be honest, I'm not interested. Like, more lies. Don't love that. I'm not interested. Okay, can I not touch you right now? And Angie's like, tell me what the lies are, Lisa. That Tell me what you think I've said. What you think the lies are that I've said. There's too many to count, okay? Not interested, sorry, not interested, sorry. You know, but she's not my guess. And she's talking to, like, some randos, and they start laughing. And Lisa's like, you know what? It's like a stab you in the back and kiss you on the cheek. And you know what? The damage has been done. So then Heather and Whitney now go to have a private talk. And Heather's like, oh, God, okay, what's up, sis? And she's like, I just, er, er... Our fight was over details, and I remember very clearly talking with you about Lisa. And Heather's like, we've talked about Lisa for years. <laughs> but, like, if I, I'd never heard those rumors specifically, and I feel like you came charging up looking for me to corroborate those rumors. I don't want you to rob anyone. No, corroborate Okay, well, how about this? I don't want to rob or rate anyone. Oh, not that's not that's not what I'm trying to say. Listen, I was just asking you to have my back. I don't want you to corroborate. Is that masturbating in your car? Because I'm down for that. It's like no, it means like make make it seem like I agree. Oh yeah, I wasn't doing that. I just wanted you to have my back. Yes, you were doing that. You were saying that she's a bad friend because she wasn't agreeing that uh, how, Angie said this. Yeah, how I mean, is she on, supposed Whitney. to have your back? Like if she says I don't remember her saying that, and then you say you're a liar. Why is she supposed to ignore the fact that you just accused her of being a liar and still have your back somehow? It doesn't make any sense. She's so nuts. So and she just lies. Like mm-hmm. that's the thing that makes me nuts. She just but also I Oh love hold on it. hold I on one second. Hold on one second, Ronnie. I have a knock. Excuse you just keep talking me. to the audience. One second. Okay. I don't remember, but I don't want you to slababerate about it. It's not it's not the right term, Whitney. Okay. Well I don't want you to her her robber 
corroborate it. It's not the term with me. Do you like roof racks? Sorry about that. I'm back. <laughs> so um, Heather's like, you know, it's just like uh, I'll I'll support you on this crazy journey, and there's no disagreement. It's just she's wrong. That's what it is. Not a disagreement. She's just wrong about what she's saying. So Whitney's like, yeah, but guess what? You did something worse on that trip that hurt my feeling even more. <laughs> you took my pain and you weaponized it against me. I don't know if you're even aware of it. And she, Heather's like, tell me how. Tell me how I did that. She goes, well, you turned it on me that I made the trip about myself, this hilling journey. It should have just been about Jen, you said. But at that moment, I didn't see me sharing what I was going through, a.k.a. the hilling journey, as me making it about me. Really? You didn't see the whole first night having uh, an energy hiller there to, so you, to launch you into this? Now, this said... This is the show, and fuck Jen for getting her own party. That's bullshit in the first place. And if this is Whitney's thing that she's going to talk about her trauma and all that, she should be allowed to do that. This is Housewives. And where does Heather get off being like, you made this all about your abuse? I didn't think that was very nice of Heather last week. So just so I'm not completely one-sided, I think Heather was out of line during that. But Whitney's just completely lying about so many other things now that how can you even agree with her in this scene, you know, if you're Heather? Yeah, and so Heather goes, well, I'm sorry if it was interpreted that way. <laughs> and Whitney goes, I think that what matters is that I was hurt, and I want you to hear that. And also, my appearance on Curtis and Kelly in the Morning is airing tomorrow, so I'd appreciate it if you could DVR it. Thank you. Do you know who should play her in the movie? Not Whitney, but Kelly. Brandy from um, Dumb Gay Politics. Oh, and you know what's so funny? Is it that looks I was... like it looks like Brandy. If Brandy was like in a wig and character makeup, she could totally pull that off. Yeah, and on top of that, um, I was finally catching up on Married to Medicine, and I saw Brandy on there. Brandy getting, Brandy <laughs> getting, go getting going to Doctor Jackie. I was so I was like, that's Brandy and Julie. Oh my Wasn't god, was that crossover crazy? I, I was loved that. Not expecting that whatsoever. <laughs> I was delighted. <laughs> You just see them meeting in a bar one day being like, well, I'm a doctor. Well, we're podcasters. How about you come on our podcast and we'll get our vaginas looked at on your TV show? It's a deal. It's a deal. You're a medical student's dream. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I loved seeing them too. Go listen to Dumb Gay Politics, available now. Love you, girls. Yeah. So um, yeah, Whitney's like, I don't believe she's being honest because she won't admit anything. Heather is the biggest woe is me person. I've been I've been there for her countless times, but now all I hear all I can hear Heather doesn't care about me. <laughs> so then she says to Heather, "Thank you for hearing me and understanding my hurt, but it was so deep. It's going to take a minute. I'm trying not to put up walls. Wills? Wills?" <laughs> Will? Like, you, you're getting a will? You should get a will. No, not wills. Wills. Wool. Put up a wool. Like the, like the sweater? No. Wool. Wool. Okay, like, let me start over. I'm putting up wools and I'm feeling vulnerable. Okay, so well, that putting... one I can kind of get. I mean, there's no <laughs> vowels in there, but I'm guessing you're saying vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, 
But my instinct is to be like, I don't trust her. No, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> And that brings us to the end of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yeah, so fun. Thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. Bueller, I hope you feel better. Bueller has now moved behind the pillows to be to to, to huddle in pain. So uh, we will all we'll be back later. Uh, I don't know when, but either way, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Dana C. Dana Do. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Erin McNicholas, she don't miss no trickolus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. Kristen the Piston Anderson. She's always supplying. It's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg. You can't have a burger without the Berg. You're never alone with Lacey Monteleone. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Erica, 500 days of summers. She's the queen bee, it's Sarah Lemke. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo. Karen McMurdo. She's a good hobby. It's Lauren Hobgood. Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. Better do what she says. It's Elva Enriquez. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. <laughs> <laughs>